Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Kiss and Tell Radio. Kiss and Tell Networks has collaborated with our new co-producers, Reverie, and we have a special gift for you guys. When you download the Reverie app on iTunes, Android, or whatever media stream you use, use the code KAT2017 to get 10% off your first three months. That is 10% off. So grab your favorite streaming device and make sure that you turn in every Friday for Kiss and Tell Radio. Now let's get the show started. This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Alright everyone. Hello. Hey. How's Hi. Welcome back to mm-hmm. life and reality. How are y'all? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am okay. Actually, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You Gucci? Okay. Like I, I feel high energy for the time of night that it is. Yeah. Um, alive. Yeah. Mr. Popular. Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> we got phones going off. Um. So I saw y'all went to Pride. Of course, I already knew that, but I saw the pictures. Say, yeah. How yeah. was it? Was it was it a good time? I had fun. Well, Saturday we didn't see each other. No. Sunday <laughs> we worked together partially. Okay. I saw. It was partial because you weren't there for the first half of me doing my thing. You were out in them streets. (laughs) I don't want nobody (laughs) fucking with me in these streets. Cause. Speak of the devil, Brandy. Ain't nobody. We're going to get to that. Uh So Saturday, Kendall, uh, you were in the actual festivity of Pride. I stayed on the outskirts and bar hopped. Plus it was, um, it was one of my friend's birthdays. So I was with him. Happy birthday, um, friend. Yes. Indeed. Um, yeah, Char was, you know, when you get to know someone, and I feel like I know, I know Char very well, um, you're used to their styles of communication. So you oh. know. Okay. What? <laughs> you know. I feel like this is a read. Right. I was like, like, so you know. I'm like, okay, so you what's about know when it's off. Like, mm, this isn't typical Char. So she did it twice within the weekend. And it was, you know, it, it was it was telling. Um, so Saturday, Char was being extremely short. Char's not short in any capacity. Um, so I was like, okay. She didn't want to be bothered, clearly. Like, <laughs> I, did, I do not feel like I was being short with you. You asked a question, I answered. Lord and then, mercy. yeah, so um, I did not see her on Saturday. And then we spent... In fairness, I didn't see much of anyone on Saturday. We spent all of Sunday together. I don't know quite know what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um but I, we did spend Sunday together, but when it came down to the work aspect, <laughs> you were there for part of it. I was, I, I, I my task, li- lie on air, lie on air, my task, lie on air, my tasks. You were supposed to be there to support me as a friend and, a, and as a co host, <laughs> but you were distracted, really. Yes, distracted okay. by what? Kendall had a friend. So, oh. what happened was uh, we met up for brunch. We went to Nas's restaurant. Yes. Sweet oh, Chicks. Sweet Chicks. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. And we made, oh my gosh, we turned water into wine. <laughs> we were at an itty bitty table that set two people, and somehow we managed to squeeze Listen. five asses Listen. over there. Shar and I made a. Re- I, Char and I decided we wanted to hang out before we went to Pride. It was yeah. only supposed to be us two. We decided this on like Monday of last week. Yeah. Okay. And so we made a reservation for two. Mm hmm. As I went to record Conversate, it like people, which was Sunday morning, <laughs> people jumped on, jumped on. So we end up, we pull up, 
we pull out. We pull out. Did y'all all hear that? Hear what? Who said that? Who said that? We pull up to the restaurant with five people. Let's almost literally in one car. Turn water. No, no, no. I ooed. Um, it was the food was delicious, and was yeah, good. we we spent. It's um, like tapas, right? No, no really. No. Portions were hearty. Were, were they were good? They do not. I mean, have sweet a, They do not have like a, a bottomless portion. mimosa. That was that was the only. Um, yeah, drawback. and I really. I mean, what's the point of brunching if you don't have a bottomless mimosa yeah. or bellini or something or, or sangria? A, or a decent price, like it was eleven dollars. Eleven dollars per, per mimosa. Yep. Yeah. Per Bellini, you had Bellini, right? I had a Bellini and a mimosa. I had a spiked, it was like an orange jalapeno lemonade, and I added vodka. But I didn't really taste my vodka. Like, I didn't even feel anything. It was like the last few swigs at the bottom. I was like, oh, okay, I'm (laughs) feeling giggly now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was cute. It was cute. And um, yeah, so that's what we did. And then Saturday, we worked the red carpet. Sunday. Uh, yeah, Sunday we worked the red carpet for um, Reverie. We had access to backstage. We had drink tickets, free crafty chicken, chicken sandwiches, French fries. We Come were running around chicken. with Sean Ross, yes. the likes of Sean Ross, June's Diary, Frank Gatson. Yes, um, Miss Brandy Norwood herself. Yes, mm-hmm. Brandy showed up, and our interview was interesting. <laughs> Um, I want to go on record to say that I was thoroughly, um, I thoroughly did enjoy her, her set. She was up there alone. There were no background dancers, but she did not perform, um, um, every song that she performed was mid-tempo to ballad. Mm. She didn't perform any, like, uh, the Chris Brown, what's the little humming Yeah. She didn't do that. Put it down. I'm going to put okay. it down. Um, you can follow it. If you put it down right, like mm, the way mm, I want mm, it. Mm, da, 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 mm, da, mm, she didn't do that. Mm, so, uh, But she did do an old nasty take you to church version of Almost Doesn't Count. And I love when artists break down certain songs because I felt like I, I had a religious experience. <laughs> Seriously. In the middle of the crowd of LGBT. In the middle. We actually, we were in front. We were, we were by the we security were the middle. Oh, okay. Thing. You were in the mosh pit. <laughs> no, we weren't in the mosh pit. No, we, we, we were... We, we were, I mean, we weren't like secluded, we were the, but we, we were the house speakers. Yeah. We're the, oh, okay. Yeah, we were right up there because we like front were row. VIP mm-hmm. beyond front row. Oh, okay. Um, so, yes, but her rendition, for those of you listening who happen to be there, the almost doesn't count was, like I said, a religious experience. And so afterwards, um, I got to interview her, and this was not my first time meeting or speaking with Brandy. Um, and she was it, was, it was an interesting interview, but it was fun. It mm-hmm. was fun. She was, um, this was my first time meeting and interacting with And I'm Brandy. sure you were. Oh my goodness. Did you when cry? The, when the interview wrapped, I said, Brandy, thank you so much for joining me. But I have to introduce you to one of, the person that in my life that I know is your biggest fan. Kendall, get over here and take your picture. Mm-hmm. When I tell you Kendall's whole, I've never seen him. <laughs> Kendall turned it, like, Kendall turned into what I would imagine him to be at 12. Oh my God. He didn't cry, <laughs> he didn't but cry. his okay. body language, it was like, just like, oh my God, he hi, went into nice a shell. He started, he was shaking. I know you he were was shaking? noticeably shaky. Literally. The potusist was shaking? He had, I know. But he Star loves Brandy. Oh, I know. He, he was a little hunchback. Your posture, that's the most off I've seen your posture. <laughs> were you scared? Were you scared? You didn't, you didn't toot? No, I'm usually. Oh, oh I'm, no! I'm usually very. I, I pride myself on good posture. Um, uh-huh. There was no posture such thing. was shitty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm letting you know. It was a D plus. She At told best. Kendall that she Ooh. loved his energy. Aww. Um, they got a really good picture together. I and saw. I, I was happy that you met uh, your girl. Now, will you be at Black Pride to see Tamar? <laughs> Um, I will. All of your faves are making their they, rounds. They at are. The prize. They know. Mm. They know who their fan base is. And Brandy um, did note that she said all the kids love her. I said yeah. yes. Every gay man that I know, <laughs> for the most part. But she said, um, 
Jesus. Um, she said that uh, Sarai, her daughter, informed her that that the kids love her. Oh, really? Um, that's what she said. So she yeah. didn't know prior to her daughter filling her in. Um, you know, sometimes her ear to the streets. To... Girl, please. Brandy knew who her, her. Okay. No, I really don't think artists get it. Okay. I really don't. Okay. Tank got it. Hey, Tank. I feel like a lot of people do get it, but Brandy was very, very interesting. It started off with her telling, she hugged me and <laughs> Sorry, she told don't. me that I smelled good. We don't. <laughs> and I said, thanks. And I hopped straight into the interview and she said, oh, I must not smell good. Then. I must not. She didn't say I smelled good. And <laughs> I was like, oh, is the tick going to come out? But oh, it, it did not. Shar, shar. It did not. It did not. And I was like, okay, if you pay people a compliment, you should not expect one in return. You should pay it your compliment. Odd. It was odd. It was a little awkward moment because I was excited and my energy was up. And when she <laughs> yeah. called me out for not complimenting her back, <laughs> it wasn't like I didn't compliment her back because it was shade. It, I didn't. I, it was, I was in the heat of the you moment. Said thank you. You just finished performing and I didn't right. smell a fragrance. And was... I, But in fairness, I didn't smell any. She wasn't like funky or anything. It just, I didn't, there was no perfume. <laughs> it was odd. Just um, bare. But, but you know what? It was odd, but it was true to form. Like it made sense for the brandy that has been on social media the past couple oh, of years. Oh, and I called her by her government name. And she's like, ooh, the government. Ooh, the government. I said, hey, y'all, we got Brandy Norwood. That's, yeah. that's because she goes, yeah. she she can go by one name. I know, but my my instinct because I do say all the best to Brandy Norwood so often, and because that you know it people's last reflex, names. No, it has become reflex and and, no, 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 and no, no, automatic no. for me to say the last name. That's not where Shar's coming from. That when is she what, says, don't speak for me. I have a mic right here. When she says, I have a mic right here to Brandy Norwood, or when she says uh, Tamar Elestine, is that her name? I think it's Esteen. No, no L. <laughs> No Ellie. It is not um in respect or reverence yes, it to is. them. Now I want you all to take I want you all to take note. Uh, I have a I have a hot mic in front of me and I can speak for my damn self. I've never needed anyone to speak for me. So Kendall, whatever you're saying is off Jesus. the record. That's how you choose to interpret when I say all the best. And I do mean all the best to Brandy. Now I did not get an opportunity to go down my line of questioning regarding her fainting spell or John the Baptist. But not I'll on say my that watch. I will save that. The, not on my listen, watch. You were not going to ask listen. her any of those questions. And you know why I wasn't? Because it was not the appropriate setting. But if she were to come in and have a sit down. Absolutely. If we were to get her on Kiss and Tell, I'm I'm busting out the laundry list. I'm not the fucking index card. I'm coming in with the, with the no, college absolutely. rule paper. Absolutely. As, because Brandy hasn't done a candid interview since Oprah. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and because by I choice. am, because I am Hello? the heiress <laughs> to that throne, I feel like it is my due diligence. Yeah. Let's cut to the chase. Yeah. But overall, Pride was nice. I was just there to work um, on Sunday. Like, I was like, I was really wasn't feeling it. But the perks of the VIP that, that made it worth it, that I, I wasn't mean, your amongst tweet said you had a good time, and it owes you nothing. Yeah. Listen, me saying that I was there to work does not imply that I didn't have a good time. I had a good time, mm -hmm. but I was there to work. I really wasn't no, yeah, going that, into that was it. Her, I mean, I wasn't feeling it. But yes, and Char was also in a bad mood when and she yeah. got there. I was in a bad mood because so. I left my keys in the Uber that dropped me off at Sweet Chicken. Again? And I had to go all the way to Glendora, which I thought was fake. <laughs> it sounds like the Chronicles of Narnia, like I was going to run into Mr. Tumnus and Aslan. <laughs> I had to go all the way to Glendora to get my Wait, damn where's keys. Glendora? I don't even know where that is. It's far east, past Glendale. I thought he said Glendale. So I was I like, was oh, like, cool, Glendale, you up yeah. the street. Yeah, right, no. Glendora. Look it up. Okay. So, yeah. Um, like, Glendora the Good Witch. None, I had fun both days. This doesn't it sound um, mythical? Like Wizard of Oz. On Saturday, like on Saturday, I was mm -hmm. over at the hip hop stage, Brandon Anthony's um, stage, Bash, Bash's stage. And, ABA. And then uh, Sunday, I spent most of the day with Char. 
contrary to popular belief. Um, <laughs> Listen, I'm not so, saying that you didn't spend the day with me. I'm saying when the work came. Jesus. You okay. were in and out. Kendall's side of the story is. <laughs> I mean, because. You know what? If I, 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 okay, no. when this goes, when this episode gets posted, okay. What? Okay. What, you'll, you'll have I'll your sit down with somebody? Streets. I'll take, because you were not, for the first half, you were not there. No, I mean, yeah, that's. That, Thank I mean, you. That's I, all I, I'm saying. Was I there consistently? No, because I was trying to do other things, but it wasn't that's like I was just frolicking around. Oh, no, you made it sound Jesus. like I was being. I mean, you had your moment about Shar's birthday two years ago. Let me have mine today. I'm not talking about you. I'm okay. saying, Kendall, did I just say let Shar, I mean, let Kendall have a side of the story? But you said, oh my goodness. Because we've been talking about this for 15, 20 minutes. Jace, what did you do in Orlando? <laughs> Time for LGBT Corner. <laughs> Pulse um, Wednesday anniversary of the shooting of the 49 lives was this past Monday, and I went out to Orlando, um, one, to visit my aunt and kind of get things set up with um, a new little business I've been trying picking up on the side, but I wanted to be there for the Pulse anniversary, which really shook me last year in 2017. Um, 16. 16, Jesus. 16. We're not 30 yet. <laughs> We're reaching our half birthday. I had uh, that moment. I know. Two more weeks. Mm, okay. But yeah. So anyways, uh, it was such a very interesting experience. Actually, Pulse is next to, it's been closed for the past year since the shooting. Of course. But it's next to a window tinting place and a Dunkin' Donuts, which I thought was kind of weird for A us. window tinting place? Yeah, like I window remember, tinting. I remember okay. seeing that on the news. Yeah. What? I can't remember. What did they decide to do with the building? It's just there. It's just there. It's, it's just, in memoriam. Uh, yeah. They're not going to tear it down. They're I not tearing think. it down, but there was some plan. I can't, but I just can't remember at the time. At, at the I don't time. remember no. hearing I think, anything. I, I thought they were just going to leave it as a landmark because there's things a, painted on the side <laughs> of it, like murals yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and they made like a little rock formation in front. With It was actually a really good start. Like the mayor was there. There were a lot of different uh, political representatives that were making speeches and the families of people. And I asked people about, like I asked Brandy and mm-hmm. others, I can't wait for the audio and the visual to leak. I asked them, what does this particular pride in Los Angeles mean to you mm-hmm. one year after the polls? Exactly. I asked that to everyone. And so there were some interesting answers, all good and tasteful mm-hmm. but interesting answers and um i must say that the pulse tragedy seems like it was like two years ago honestly i think it's with because so we're inundated with so much i mean hell, yeah, with so there much were content. two shootings this morning and a and an air air uh, base was shut down oh god before I yeah work. i was scared on my way to work there was an increased police presence everywhere and i was on edge like uh, yeah, i just no. you know but just the ground is walking there which is almost like eerie like you could just feel mm-hmm. that yes. something can, horrific happened imagine. there, yes. and it's it's because you see the news, you see the different stories and the headlines, and you see the pictures, but to actually like see it in person and to be there and on to that be there, ground. yeah. I can relate when I went to the to Brentwood to the Nicole oh, Brown yeah, Simpson the OJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. murder house. I was excited to go because I do like I still I've never it's been a to huge sh- part of pop culture, right? And I've never still I've still never been to Sharon Tate's house. That's a house that I really want to go to because uh, that story is also just unbearable but um i was excited like pulling up but when i got out of the car and each step i took getting closer to to nicole brown simpson's place um i just couldn't my palms got sweaty so i can only imagine if where i was at there were two souls that were taken but where you were at the energy of 49 Mm -hmm. people like wow like and then their families there and everything like wow it was just it was really sad I, i i definitely was crying Pretty much the whole duration of me being there. Okay. Um, and you know I'm not, I'm not deep or whatever you want to call it. But 
You called it. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you called it. But, yeah, I don't really react to things in that way. But yeah. I don't know if this So I know if you cried, y'all would have been having to mop me up off the flow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People kept coming up to me and, like, you matter and giving me hugs. that wish made it worse. Because yeah. like, then you could feel that in it. Yeah, and I'm just like, shush, shush. like I'm just like, okay, thank you. And, and then some girl Kendall came up to me. Curled oh, yeah, no. Kendall like wouldn't have been. Poly. He would have been like calling the Uber. Like, I got to go. I have to go. Bachelor Resort, I go. Where's my Mai Tai? Because... <laughs> you know what? Speaking of polls, I did get around uh, after we did last week's Y'all episode. Make me sound heartless. I did, well, I did get around to watching um, Iyanla's season finale, and it was actually pretty good. Um, I'm happy it was because I was nervous. As her I wasn't. being, I, I because she could be very aggressive. I know, but when she handles Ayala's these tragedies, she, she knows how to approach them. I had full faith in her and she delivered. Um, the episode was really good and it highlighted these black girls. Um, I don't want to get the story wrong, but two of the survivors, like they were related, were um, guests on the show. And then the third girl didn't make it. Like, okay, it would be like if you, me and Kendall went to the, went to a club and shooting rung, rang out and... Y'all, we all behind each other, like we all in the line, like trying to run out, and then you turn around, and I'm not there. So mm. y'all two go back in to get me, but when you go in, that's when the whole everybody's in the bathroom happens. So we all in uh. the stall, and when he gets to shooting in the stall, you know, you and I survive, but Kendall, you know, it was like that yeah. guilt. Like, wow, yeah. if I would have been able to keep up, right? That that girl was like, if I would have been able to keep up, my cousin, and it drove a wedge between the family, like the oh. cousins, um. Uh, parents aren't speaking to the the, the girl. Because people place blame. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was it was really and then it was there's, good. There's survivors guilt. And yeah, yeah, it was yeah, good. I, Some people girls... went straight back to work because they couldn't bear being at home. Oh yeah, like sitting there it, marinating and sadness. She about eight different people, and then none of them had been back to the site, and she took them back to the site, and they worked through some things. It was mm-hmm. it That's was good. I'm good. happy she did a good job because, like I said, I was a little bit weary. But it was pretty good. Well, no, Iyama's not the type that's going to be sitting up and yelling at people. No, I, uh, yeah, I think I think I had my... overcoming tragedy. No, I had my not, reservations. I don't know what type of hold on, Kendall. I don't know what type of. <laughs> image Jeez. that you have of Iyanla Van Zandt. Because I know a lot of people don't subscribe to her, but I, I always say this. Being someone who has watched Iyanla, I know how she navigates. So I don't know what, what image that you have of her. Maybe maybe some of her more viral clips. But she is really good at what she does, in my I opinion. Think she's good, and I knew I that she was that not she going to approach aggressive. this yelling people, yelling at people saying, get it together! Pulse was a year ago! Like She's not that type of woman. Yeah. She is she's She's in tune. Yeah, no, I've watched Dionla. She can be empathetic. I've watched Dionla since the 90s as well. Um, and I was, I, I just didn't know where she, um, I just didn't know how it could go. I didn't think she'd be yelling. I just, I just, yeah. I think that see, that's See, I didn't so, watch the Ferguson, and I, I know that there was a lot of controversy around when she went to Ferguson. Yeah. I didn't see that episode. I think it's Did such you? a sensitive mm-hmm. topic. I heard it was... Um, that it, it just anybody, I think I would be nervous about just how do you sit in a room with all right. of these people yeah. and really do this? Yeah. And, and the work Whether that she does Diane is very Sawyer unique or to Oprah. her. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oprah and them would be interviewing. Iyanla's healing. Yeah. So it's Fixing a whole lives. different Literally the name of her show. approach. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, I just remember the one with Karuchi, and I was just like, Lord have mercy. Well, well that wasn't a Fix My Life. That was a special. A special? But this was yeah. a special too, right? The no, this special. was the season finale of Fix My Life. Oh, okay. Um, well, shout out to the survivors, and um, I look forward to some gun reform. Amen. I mean, after the Republicans were attacked firsthand this morning, I just want to go on record right. and say I am not a Republican. 
Nor am I. <laughs> Why did you feel the need to clear that up? Because Paul Ryan said when one of us is attacked. Oh, no. Is, no. Oh, no. Keep it, Mr. Ryan. <laughs> I'm, I feel so out of the loop because I did catch up with all my TV and stuff, but I missed... Um, the sessions testimony because yes, so it didn't did come I. on like Comey's was easy because that was when I was getting dressed for work. No, it was later. Sessions, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm it's here. Every, I'm at I'm, I'm at work. <laughs> and then um, this morning, everything was preempted. Like as soon as I opened my eyes, I typically, you all know that I I, I meditate a little bit and then I roll over and turn on the I damn TV. And George Stephanopoulos has ABC <laughs> News special report. And it's like, wait, what happened? I'm rubbing the crust out of my oh, eyes. Like, wait, shooting. what? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I got to, when I get to work in the lobby. Um, there's a TV, and it's typically on on ESPN. But this morning, um, <laughs> this, this morning, not of <laughs> not of my specific studio, yeah, um, just downstairs in the general lobby. Uh, this morning, and I, it said something like, "Baseball game will still go on after shooting." Yes, and I was like, oh, "What?" The? But when, by the time I left my house for work. Um, the guy's name, the shooter's name had not been released and he was still alive, according to them. By the time I got to work, his name was out and he was dead. And so I'm like, you know, um, but yeah, we do need, we definitely need gun reform yeah, in this country. Something. I don't know what it is going to take, but we, and then my <coughs> boss was telling me about something that happened with some guns and some shooting up in San Francisco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I missed that story. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, it just makes me so, so, so on edge. Whether it's a mass shooting like what happened in Charleston, which I'm still not over, or whether it's an individual shooting like what happened to that elderly man on Easter. Guns, it just, it, it makes you not want to leave the damn house. No. I was scared during Pride, honestly. There, I, Especially at one point, Kendall, you remember this. At one point, oh. the, the 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 Sunday night when we were interviewing Brandy, when everything was said and done, we were back in the VIP section getting drinks. And then the Ghetto Birds, See, helicopters. But you know what? I think why I wasn't bothered by that was because while you were interviewing, wasn't Brandy, because I was clearly focused on that, but while you were <laughs> interviewing somebody else, peep, like two different times, security was like, trampling somebody to the ground what? basically because they were in the VIP and weren't Security supposed to Security was not playing about not. letting people get in VIP. If you did not have the proper wristbands, oh. it wasn't like, oh, I'm bringing my home girl. I yeah. definitely... Oh, no, 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 no. The, the line to no get into ones. Pride and retrieve your wristband from Will Call was a little ridiculous on Saturday. It was a more streamlined line on Sunday, but I will commend Pride for their security precautions. They Amen. Had. But no, what I'm saying is why I, while I was... I was uh, alarmed because the helicopters kept surrounding yeah. the Pride event with the flashlight, with the light that's shining in your face. It felt like a, a scene from a movie. And then at one point, one of the security guards, mm. one of the security guards swept through the VIP section, demanding that everyone show, show their, their wristbands, wristbands, and they're, they're all by the emergency exits. And I'm like, what the hell is about to go down in, in this VIP suite with yeah. all of these? Somebody's walking <laughs> around. Like, what's going on? Yeah. I don't want to have to have a story to tell because I will no. satellite into Robin Roberts and Michael Strahan and tell them my version of events. Absolutely. And, and then, then right, get my book deal. I was just about to say and then get hired on. And get my book deal. Hmm. So my topic. Yeah. My on, topic Sessie is Ryan. surrounding... The uh, clapback culture of social media and its redemption, is it feasible in 2017? And what inspired this topic was I still have not um, listened to her album or bought into her whatever. I mean, she's a cute girl or whatever, but ZZA, 
<laughs> you got to know the rat video in the grocery store to get that joke. <laughs> um, so yeah, so and then that, and then on top of that, what added on to that was this. Today, people were talking about if we can let Beyonce get past um, Naughty Girl if she, I mean, not Naughty Girl, what? excuse me, Nasty Girl if she's, um, if, if she was. Oh, it, nasty, it, put some clothes on, I told yeah, you. Yeah, nasty. Right. It's a Destiny's Child song from Survivor. But they, the argument was, if we can let Beyonce get past that and out, quote unquote, outgrow that without being called to the carpet, why can't, Why do we hold other artists to the fire with their harmful What well, was she, ho shaming? She was. Yeah. They were slut shaming the entire song. Sleazy, put some clothes on, I told you. You're a poor representation of me no, as no, no, my no. friend. But it's, they, weren't ta- they weren't talking to friends. <laughs> They were not talking to friends. I have. So, I still sing "Nasty Girl" and stand by it. Okay. Well, I am <laughs> conflicted with that song because people can do whatever the hell they want. If you want to be out in a crop top and booty shorts, that is your personal mm-hmm. choice. Fish nuts and, and I'm gum. here for it. I'm here for it. Not everybody has to be in this rigid line of respectability. But slut um, walk. Do that's you. what it represents. Do you? Shasha and even Amber beyond, Rose. even beyond the slut walk, do you? Um, Because I'm going to do me, and I don't need anybody breathing down my damn neck about me doing me. Um, So, yeah. So, my question is, when old tweets are dug up, I don't know if any of my... I'm sure something that I said... I've been on Twitter since March 15th, 2009. I'm sure something that I've said has... um, (laughs) I keep journals, hey. Yes, Um, you do. I'm sure something that I've said in the past, and maybe even present, has been um, problematic. And I know that... Things that we all have said um, have been, Jace, I've seen you be challenged. Kendall is blocked by so many people. Like, we've all had problematic <laughs> things. So, in this day and age, because we did not have access to certain resources that the kids do now, do you believe that redemption is is possible? Well, Can you dig yourself out of that hole when social media is ready to snatch her? And then on top of that, let me add to this, because everybody has a witch hunt like mob mentality. Yep. You make one misstep and everybody's calling for Retweets. you to get fired. Everybody's call- like one misstep and everybody's like, oh, you know, then the next thing trending is the hashtag Char, Char is canceled party, you know, and, and it becomes this this thing. It, 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 it's a culture. Well, so think- how do you survive that? How do you navigate it? I think people, as you've said before, people are miserable and they're looking for something to pounce on to dismiss somebody. Um, I... The example of Beyonce versus SZA. Well, it really wasn't a versus. I was just adding to it. But SZA's comments specifically. What's her name? Silly. (laughs) For the longest, I called her Za. Za. I I mean, that that would make more sense than SZA. Yeah. Have, do you, have you listened? Yeah, you listened to her album. I love the album. Had it I've playing on my, way, on my way here. I have not listened um, to her I album. saw her, I believe, I did Nothing too. about her She opened for Janae Ioka? Ioki? Ioki. It's yeah. Janae Aiko. Oh. <laughs> not Ayuki. J- Jace got me. Jasmine Aiko, whatever. It's Janae Aiko. Okay, um, Wendy. Yeah, nothing about <laughs> um, her piqued my interest, so I did not give it. Even though my whole timeline was going up for her, I, I haven't given her a spin. Um, I, was fa- I, was, I was interested to hear the, the hype. Um, and I, I enjoy it, but I think there's a difference between homophobia at one point in life and then, you know, whatever. Evolving from that. Right. Versus, um, 
let's say Bill Maher's comments recently. So what did she say? Or she or what was dug up? I should say. The exact um, okay, so she had tweets. What what was it from? Like 2011. She was 19 at the time. 2011. Okay, yes. and it's important to note that she was 19. It's mm-hmm. extremely important because, to note that. Listen, it's while ex- you're while you're digging that tweet up, I'm just going to share a quick quick story. When I was an undergrad and I was about 19 years old, I was interviewed about a very sensitive topic, and I said horrible things. I was so confident, and I said horrible things and that does not reflect a decade later right that does not reflect no. the woman that i am today now if in the event that that interview surfaces which i'm sure it will when i'm good and settled oh you just wait somebody has their finger to the pulse just what right. it, it means nothing now but when i ink the deal it's going to mean something and uh mine was reflective of the the i was speaking towards t- to dl culture mm-hmm. And basically saying how, you know, I'm going to stand by my man. (laughs) Like, you know, like, and that's not me now. I would never be involved with a DL man. And then especially a man that's in a relationship. Like, ugh, this makes my skin crawl thinking about it. But the girl that I was at 19 was like, listen. I mean, yeah, that was, what, six years ago? No, I 10 was years ago. 19 a sorry, I'm, ago. Sorry, I'm thinking about 2011, six years ago. Gotcha. For gotcha. So SZA said back in 2019. I mean, <laughs> we'll look at that. Back in 2019. <laughs> 2011. What year are you living in? The increasing influx of gay black men is making me seriously consider not having a baby unless <laughs> I can genetically engineer a girl. You know, at 19, I said a lot of foolish <laughs> things. Things that were grammatically incorrect. Things that were feasibly incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> feasibly um, inconceivable. I think, and but you know, but I think, first of all, you wouldn't catch me up on social media. If, I, if my, if my uh, star really blew today, first of mm-hmm. all, I would hire a firm to scrub my shit or just mm-hmm. delete it. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be how you caught me. Delete it as in start a new account? Poss- I mean, I I said either or. Likely okay. that wouldn't be it. Like, because I, I need some following, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I um, need some footing, don't. But <laughs> I think that also it, it dep- the, the consistency of the backlash depends on the response. And I think that goes into having a good team. And I think that goes into the sincerity of the response. And I don't have SZA's response, but she responded to a fan who held issue with what she said, rightfully, because it was blatantly homophobic. Oh, so she ended up addressing she it. She did address it oh, recently, and she said that I was going through a time where I w- it was self-loathing, because um, now she identifies as somewhere on the LGBT spectrum. Did oh. not know um, that either. Or, 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 Teach me uh, something tonight. Uh, sexually fluid. Um, and and she's just like, there was. T- I, I couldn't, I wasn't ready to face that. I, mm-hmm. I didn't recognize at the time that I yes, wasn't ready to face yes. that. Um, so I think that there's something there that I'm willing to to look past and believe that a, mm-hmm. that a young 19 because we're all just growing and evolving. Right, grow from that. But I've seen on the on, on the contrary, I've seen people say um, that you don't you don't ever grow out of out of um, homophobia or bigotry, and I don't believe that. I don't no, believe that. I don't believe that. Just, Especially I've, I've been when a witness it depends, to it. I just read an article Absolutely. that said that most homophobic people are. Somewhere on the LGBT spectrum. Color me and surprised. And I was like, yeah, duh. duh. Right. And I was like, well, duh. There was a study I saw on HBO. No homo. I, I sh- Did we not hear Boosie last week? I <laughs> right. Shared, I shared this. There was a study that I was watching in a documentary on HBO. This was years ago. And don't ask me the name. But they tied a string. Some university tied a string around men's penises and had them in like an interrogation room. They were there Wait, individually. like the frat people or just... 
Bachelor no, University. This, this is a university conducting a study, one wing of the university. Okay. And they put on gay porn, and seriously, I'm being dead ass serious. I think I've heard this of this. And like the men who were, it wasn't like a tight string, it was just a measuring device. Oh. And the what? men, the <laughs> men, who, the, the men sorry, who identified as homophobic, they're, uh, they're, you said what? Oh, is that a phallometer? Got it. Thank you. But anyway, the men who were homophobic and took the most issue with gay men showed signs of jumpage. The line was gay porn. Jumpage. So yes, and and even in my personal experience, people who have been transphobic or gay, like you know, a hit dog will holler. We talked about this last week. They end up in your DMs years later. Mm -hmm. So little kids listening, don't fret. Just ignore them, Um, because yeah, all of that, and you can choose to do what you want with that DM. But um, <laughs> I mean, you, you can. can you can you can't literally because uh, sometimes the balls there's in your some core. redemption in that, and sometimes you leave that ass on red. Yes, but uh, but where were we going with this? Um, that she can grow. She can grow. Grow, yes, and, grow, and also like we've all been through Twitter. That. that that stuff is relevant for maybe thirty six hours. You know, we look at all the different things. I disagree. Well, relevant well, to your timeline. It, if people don't care mm, what I said in two thousand and eleven. That is right. I, I and there's been situations because I've been, um, I've had to do events with certain people Yet. that I've had to literally look up my name and their name and go through all the tweets I've said about them when I was drunk in college. Same. And like my Twitter feed, Twitter today is a lot different for me when I was, you know, 19, 20, 21. Because honestly, all my tweets were funny drunk tweets. Like that's what you did. Like, oh, dr- remember drunk tweets were like a thing. And that's what you did. But. However, but that's that's why I disagree with your statement about relevancy because once it's out there, it's forever relevant, forever. Mm. It's not like oh, I said that in twenty eleven. No, but look at okay, that. who is because it was, will come back to haunt you. Well, I know it will come back to haunt you, but it's gonna be it's gonna haunt you for thirty six hours, then it's gonna be gone. That's not true. Depending mm-hmm. on what you said. Well, I think Kim Burrell is like the only really big thing. Well, there was a contestant really... from The Bachelor who was racist, transphobic. Well, like, that's why I say I, it's not a thirty six hour. But thing. that's People why I have... say the, the relevance of the average Twitter user is only a lifespan of thirty six hours because if SZA was nineteen and didn't pop until. The these past six True. years later, I don't know if she really believed that she, not believed, but if she knew, if she had the forethought, but, the foresight to, to know that she would be somebody. But we've also seen the other end of the coin where things have surfaced years later and people, regular, regular people working at Allstate have lost everything from a tweet that they made six years ago. I haven't seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that before. I have seen that. People have lost their jobs. I've seen people lose their jobs for shit that they were saying today. Mm-hmm. I have not seen people track I've, back I've because seen it. how are you going to fire user, me for something if well, you, if you yeah. hired and vetted me properly you One wouldn't Twitter see that. You, you but, saw that but so many companies sometimes double back or have reason to like there's one Twitter user who's no longer active. I don't know where they went, but I used to always. <laughs> oh, I know exactly who you're I used talking to about. Sh- she, I'm just going to put her gender out there. She used to always put that out, like those articles, like, damn, life comes at you fast. Because you, I mean, even with people who were rallying for Trump, like we see how quickly life comes back. Like, Absolutely. They, they got deported, you know. Um, <laughs> so, no, because there was a Mexican girl who was, Really, oh yeah, the Trump, yeah. And then she and got reported, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I have seen people 
who have said racist things or like imagine if Jeff Sessions had a tour, you know, like things that come back oh, and haunt them and they literally, because the climate, the social climate changes so swift and rapidly, right. they end up losing everything. I have seen that. No, abs- absolutely. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I think that, I think when it comes down to it, um, Paula Dean. I've always... Hmm. I remember she was that. dropping N-bombs. I remember that. Right. In the on record years prior, and then when it hit, she lost everything. Right. The, but that was deposition, sworn testimony. Um, I A tweet. <laughs> no. I mean, that, you know, no, absolutely, absolutely. And that's why I think since I've been on social media, I've heard, I've, I've always heard the precau- take the precautions right. of... Think about it for employers. Mm-hmm. Whether you think you're going to be a celebrity or not, this is now just in general. It's the worldwide web. Once mm-hmm. you put it out there, it's um, out there. So I don't know if I would have anything that would be um, f- term terminatable, yeah. um, but pro- problematic. Do. I'm sure. Yes, I've had my fair share of problematic things as well. Yeah, Both I, I in, in written. I, I mean, recognize. Not, in, yeah, yeah. I recognize in my own frame of thought things that I I have had to rid myself of that I yes. know I would have. O- openly and easily said yes. um, two three years ago. Yes. So I can easily imagine what's what the record shows. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, people have to be careful of what, what they. Yeah. Discretion. And I think it depends on like what you what you said, Kendall, about how you approach your redeeming moment. It's li- that literally that can right. make or break you. Right. And we saw that in episode two of Daytime Divas. If anyone's checked it out. Oh, I completely forgot. How you, oh, yeah, I did see that. How you approach your um, your moment. You only got one shot. Like Eminem says, you only got one shot. Do yeah. not miss your chance. Yeah. And Danny because, Kane. Because you have one. You literally one have one shot, shot to uh, redeem yourself. There's no doubling back. So you need to make sure that your head and your space is clear and you approach it as open and honest as possible and, and hash it out. Because nowadays also what I've noticed is a quick little sorry doesn't work. Because it, it becomes... Get no, you Olivia Pope. And, no, we, and it doesn't... Like I looked that. at Bill Maher and, and it, it that that response didn't seem... There was no... Ice Cube was trying to tell him as a black man why it wasn't okay for what he did. And he He's seemed, like, yeah. I, I, but. I, th- there was a but. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody he in here like that's to been really said. Receive he wasn't that. listening. Um, Wendy said she wished Ice Cube would have made a little bit more eye contact instead of facing four. It would have made a difference if he had turned. Tur- yeah, no, I, believe, I wanted I believe, some I more, some some more firmness from Ice Cube too. But Simone showed out um, as she always does. She held it down. But whatever. I mean, I'm gonna hold it down. We're gonna follow. Um, but so I, you know we, what? I think that that's more different topic. Do we believe that redemption is possible? Um, Absolutely, I do. But but you know what? I think people pick and choose. I think people would not hold Beyonce responsible for <laughs> those things. You know, mm-hmm. I've um, never heard that argument before. Actually, I saw. I just saw it on Twitter today. Like we let Destiny's Child get away with um, Nasty Girl, but we were also in a different time. And then on top of that, a lot of us grew up with Beyonce, and, and, as opposed to SZA. And yeah. also, Beyonce could do her. no wrong. When Nasty Girl came out, I was. In the seventh grade, I was twelve singing, and Beyonce was nineteen. You know what I also like, think is funny about SZA up. is that when Beyonce's I was introduced to, to SZA, she was on she was on um, um, consideration Rihanna's opening track. Yes, um, of Ant- from Anti. Yes, Years prior, she said that Rihanna Rihanna couldn't sing. Yeah, and she criticized Beyonce too. So to me, to me, there that that to to for me thirty six hours. If Rihanna could, who the hell am I to hold a grudge? Because at I, I, in 2007, I was saying Rihanna couldn't sing either, or whenever. So I mean, I was. I don't think she could today. sing back then. <laughs> but uh, she has an interesting tone. She cannot sing. Yeah. She's um, gotten better though. 
She has gotten better. Yeah. I remember that. She I'm has. Her vocal Skype lesson. Except for that. That wasn't a, a note. Look I at she ever hit that note. I love, I love that, that song. video of that guy. He's like, she always fucked that up. <laughs> because who can do? This time a real note. It's exactly. It's not a note. It's a modulation. Um, <laughs> um, but move, okay, moving. Sister Shar. Just saying. Oh, Shar's always ready. But um, she so yeah, I believe that, it, uh, that yes. Moving Next on. Next topic. <laughs> Redemption. Yes. Um, Kinjay. So, um, this week. I mean, this month is Pride Month. Yes, Pride. Um, and so we all take uh, the. I mean, the we we all are familiar, should be familiar with the initial purpose of Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, when we shout out to when we rise on ABC. Absolutely, um, LGBT spaces. Um, That's what it was called. We, we didn't have mm-hmm. spaces um, really prior to Pride. Mm-hmm. Not open um, spaces where we were able to express ourselves truthfully and freely. So, um, but in, so in that vein, um, I was thinking, what are some, th- in, in the true definition and denotation of pride, um, I know Shar has openly admitted to being a very prideful person. Um, I think I am, I am as well. Um, what are some, some things in far, terms of boundaries, pride, and expectations as it comes to dating that, um, that you see in, in present in your relationships or dating situations. Um. So, I ooh. Okay. Shardy, you want to go first? <laughs> no. Okay. Um. When it comes to me, I I do feel like I'm a pretty proper person. I hold myself to expectations and uh, the same respect that I give to my significant other. I expect them to give the same to me. Um. You know, kind of in the spirit of pride, kind of tying that whole theme in. Um, a lot of the things happened to people just because they identified as LGBT, mm-hmm. um, and and more and more specifically, when you are black and LGBT, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a double whammy. It's a double double marginalized, even within the LGBT com- community mm-hmm. and the black community. Um, but I kind of it's it's another layer of just respect that you kind of need and want to be honored for just because of what you stand for you know i uh, i think i'm a catch i do believe that and so like if you don't treat me if you treat me like you know a piece of shit then that's not gonna float i know a lot of i've seen a lot of relationships we talked about you know domestic abuse before and stuff like that and a lot of people who deal with things that i would not see them as capable of dealing with, but they do. And I think it's a good reminder for people to kind of just like really, really evaluate your self-worth, um, your self-love. Because what, what's your quote that you said before? If you look out for yourself. Oh, nobody look out for you like you. There we go, that part. So, I mean, my favorite movie is Sex and the City. And the last uh, quote from that was, jeez, um, what was it? When she was texting, no, sorry, it wasn't the movie. It was the last um, episode of the series where she said like, you know, you're gonna, the most important person you're going to find or fall in love with is yourself. And when you find a person that loves you just as much as you love yourself, then that's the one. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And that's like such a huge quote to me because you have to love yourself and on yourself first. What about on the other end where where pride can maybe stand in the way? Like you're not, you're not, you're incapable of being vulnerable or asking for help and that standing in the way of real love. I think as I get older, I become more receptive and less rigid towards things like that. Um, first of all, shout out to my boyfriend who's in the room right now. Um, 
Hey, Yuli. But, <laughs> hello. Um, there's certain things that I would kind of, he thinks I mean, but I think that I am a lot more receptive to what he has to say. And there's things that he has told me that I would have completely dismissed, you know, a relationship ago. But now that as I get older, I'm a little bit more receptive to understanding people's feelings. We talked about this. It's growth, my, like scissor. Yeah, growth. <laughs> exactly. Good looping that back in. Thank you. Right, back to episode, I mean, to um, topic one. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I stand. Okay. Um, for me, I feel like, well, I know that um, that my pride it probably, I feel like it can get in the way of a lot with relationships, but I also feel like it saves me a lot of potentially wasted time um, in relationships because I always feel like I always double back like mm, I knew it not to time say that or things, egg on your face right not mm-hmm. to say that things um, might not have been different with me but when I you know you fall back you peep how people move you peep how people treat people mm-hmm. in, in the what relationships. they say yes and it's just like mm, I saved myself time and, and a mess, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, I'm working on a lot of different things right now, actually. Um, especially as it pertains. Well, yes. Okay. And with loving myself. Um, because I do love myself, but I have gone, I have been challenging some things lately. Um, Ditto. Personally. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for like I said, for me, it, it, it has aided in, in sparing me my time <laughs> and my effort <laughs> mm-hmm. because most men that I seem to attract are, they, they just ain't shit. And I always have that affirmative, I told you so. You know, you go back and look at Instagram and it's like, mm, this is what, you know, you were just on my phone last week and now you have a girlfriend, like what? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I, I dodged a bullet type thing. But um, I do feel like it can sometimes stand in the way and... Um, I'm more open now to not being as concrete in some of the things that even mm. I say on this podcast because life is messy. And mm. if you build permanent walls, then it, it makes it that much harder to break down for you and your partner. So I'm trying to be just a little bit more, I'm trying to be less matter of fact when it comes to mm. dating yeah. and, just, mm. and just whatever. But I still, have my, I still will have my moral <laughs> compass. Like I, yeah. ha- I have a certain... There's some things there's that are a, concrete. There's a book of Char that, right. that that is unshakable. But for when it comes to like, you know, when it when it boils down to little smacking like details, at the dinner table, details and logistics, dirty bathtub. No, no, I, those things still stand. But when it comes down to little no. details and logistics, there are certain things that I'm like, mm, you know, depending on the circumstance and the person, I'll let that pass because I realize that a lot of the barriers that I have set up are based off of people from my past. Mm-hmm. Like, when I think about it, I, don't, I can't stand a nigga. So, of course, I'm going to say, right. this is an absolute no. Right, because I'm not going through this him. again. Right. Yeah. right, but if I meet someone, like, you know, like right now, I'm, you know, kind of, sort of, uh, smitten by someone, kind of, sort of, and, uh, you know, I've been willing to work with him on, on, on some things, as I'm sure he's been willing to work with me on some right. things. Mm-hmm. So. It's kind of funny because uh, as... A young adult, like remember how you say you want to get married by twenty two, like you have every this... week. We, keep, keep... <laughs> we should just make it into a. a That's a Jason segment. keep bringing it up. But but Go honestly, ahead. but to my point, like you have this idea of what you want in a mate. You know, you wanted this in a mate, a job, a car. 
you know, all these different things and you have this idea and you kind of have this structured um, journey, but then life happens. Like, so life, life's messy. And life sometimes, sloppy. yeah, and sometimes that derails you from kind of what you had in mind. And that may not, what you had in mind may not be bad, but it's like that, that little, um, that picture of God with the giant teddy bear behind his back. Yeah. And the little girl is like, he's like, no, I got something bigger, bigger for you. Yeah. And so I think that as we, Get older, mature, grow. We kind of realize that flexibility with life. But don't settle. No, no, don't never settle. Because I feel like but a there's lot some of things that are trivial. Flexibility with well, I'm looking to my left and my right, and mm-hmm. I'm just standing here. Mm-hmm. But there's some things that are like trivial <laughs> that, that is like true. no, I will not ever da da da. But yeah, it's just yes. like, but you're gonna but have Joe are, Schmo down the like street I, cheating I, on your ass because he has. I still <laughs> stand by things that I will most certainly not do. Now, will I loosen up to when I'm 33? I don't know. But at 29, there are still my absolute What's your knows. top thing? I don't know. There's, there's so many, honestly. I <laughs> the don't book, know. literally. Um, there are just certain things that I will not do sexually. There aren't certain things that I'm willing to compromise in a relationship. Um, they're, they're just certain things I, I take into account. Absolutely. What about you, Kenja? Um, pride. I think... I don't think I'm I'm jaded, but when I was when I what I was getting to with Shar was you know saving yourself the embarrassment um, sometimes is is taken as pride like I see it as pride or that's how I speak about it, but it's really um, a, a protective shield mm. um, and. Uh, yeah, and that and that comes from past experiences that I don't think it's always fair to walk into relationships with, mm-hmm. um, and typically not fair to walk into situations with. Um, I think you should definitely um, y- use your gut and trust it, mm-hmm. but um, give people the leeway to make mistakes. And That's something that I just learned, so uh, I can appreciate you saying that. What? Like just at twenty nine, that I was, I realized that I was projecting so much onto. It's so hard, but right. it's, it's, it's to also see a that, security. Though. It's also a security thing yeah. for me. So it's like I was internalizing the headlines of trans murders mm. and all. That. You know, I'm a news girl, so it's like, oh, I can't do that because I might die. Like I just, it's it's a very fine line of living your life and not projecting and not surfacing. Like I said, and then when, living irresponsibly. Yeah, mm-hmm. living irresponsibly. Yeah. Like I said, when I was associating things with men I had dealt with in the past, that was my absolute no. And I was yeah. so just and just kind of yeah. Shout out to a seat at the uh, the seat of the soul by Gary yeah. Zukav. You're doing the work. I am. I am, <laughs> and I'm only in chapter two, but I am doing the. I had to put it aside because I started surpassing certainty. Yes. Shout out to Janet. Janet. Come on, Next Janet. Week. Um, but yes, go ahead. I um. Yeah, no, I think that that that's, but I but I am a very prideful person. Mm-hmm. Um, I I take pride in being able to give, and I take pride in not taking. Right. Um, and as men, that y- can be very hard. Yeah. Um, and being being a five five and and sassy. <laughs> you are quite the sassy one, Kendall. I hate that word. Me too. Well, only when it's. To black women. <laughs> As a gay black man, it doesn't feel any better. Oh. I didn't know. I'm sassy. See, that's what we're here for, providing perspective. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I really hate that word. It's really stupid. Um, and it's never used in a positive way. Um, it's like y'all can't think of no other adjectives. Sure, um, I'm so sassy. Right, because I don't let you get away with shit? Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, and I think that's a, that's another thing. Like, I will hold you accountable. Um, somebody somebody on Twitter said I was talking about a seventh grade teacher recently found me on Facebook. I saw um, that tweet. Oh, and, and you come first. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, and you, you still would have been dis- called old girl back from <laughs> April twenty something, April thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Shar, please. I was really proud of you for What's responding her to her. <laughs> Shar, she has though. one of those. She's one of those women with a, a, a hyphenated name. You know, I live for it. But if you met her. Whew, Anywho, um, but this this teacher, um, I this is seventh grade when I first moved to Lancaster, so I was a miserable child. I thought oh. that I was better than everybody there. I didn't. I just wanted. I didn't. Oh, because you're there. from LA. Um, I mean, yeah, but it was also like I left one of the best schools in LAUSD to go like to go to this bumfuck nowhere. Like oh. my so cousins that like, used to live in LA used to come to Riverside and talk shit about us all the so time. Like, what am I doing? I get yeah. it. So I was just mad. Horse land. So I know I was not nice to this woman. Mm-hmm. I know I was difficult. So I was very surprised um, when she added she me. She saw and something in you. She introduced mm-hmm. me to the light. a student that was a little younger than me, but we were on the same. Um, uh, academic and professional route, and so she wanted to, but she, 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 like she remembered things about me. She was like, "You were the only black student to ever be president of the uh, wow. of the student body." And I Absolutely, was like, well, wow. So I'm sure you were walking around there with an attitude. I was, <laughs> and that's what I said. And somebody was like, um, somebody tweeted me, um, actually, Denver of the B Scott Show. Uh, tweeted and said, uh, "You probably like to argue back then, like you do now." Well, and I said, "You know what?" I st- I've always stun- stood fervently in my convictions, mm-hmm. um, and I always will. I think that there are things that I'm not going to budge on. Um, I think Shar Sh- saw. I think it's always funny to hear us in these capacities on air, uh, where we know we have an audience, and then see us in action, or even our friendships, mm-hmm. and then see us in action. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Um, and it's a huge difference. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, no, no mic is in my face. You all think I'm transparent on this damn show. And and, oh, and we you. can be very idealistic. Yeah, it is not yeah, to yeah. say I'm projecting something that's not me, but I'm projecting what I want to be me or what right. I what I would like to always like act as. And it's not life is messy. It doesn't always act that way. So what I was getting to was that Shar definitely saw a dynamic this weekend that based on <laughs> based on what I'm saying now might not always ring, ring true. Um, in terms of boundaries and expectations mm-hmm. and holding mm-hmm. myself to a certain esteem um, in relationships. But I think you you, you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, you give people the leeway to make, make the same mistakes and be imperfect like yourself, right. um, but still respect you. Right. Everyone's, I, and this sounds really juvenile, but everyone, you have to realize that everyone's a separate person. You can't necessarily hold someone accountable for what you view want to view them as because that may not just be them. Well, no, I don't, I no, I don't do that. I hold a you accountable do, to uh, a certain standard. If I'm associated with you, if you're my friend, I do hold you absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I call you my friend for a reason. Right. Like otherwise, right. then we could have just kept this at high and by. Right. But we but bonded about, and got relationships close, go. So, like yeah. people walk into relationships where they have this idea of what they want their mate to be versus letting them versus ma- getting mate to know be. them. Right. Let Which them make is, this that's be. their person. And you know what? And but I a lot think of people that do that, though. When you walk, I think that, and that's now. I've had to walk away from situations recently where it's like, I'm so turned off by whether it's your Twitter persona or I'm so frustrated with the thing, the things that, that I see outside of our dynamic that I don't really think I'll get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether or not we get to know you each other think. on a different level or not. Right. So let's just not do this. Because I'm, I'm walking in with this. And walking in with these sort of preconceptions. You never notion. know. It's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy for Mason me. Mason hated me for a year. 
And we made it in, um, in Palm Springs. It's very rarely that when I don't like people from off jump, it's very rarely that we ever, well, that I ever even let them get close to them. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just. Yeah, you were rude. So I was, was not rude. Was I was Jay's. just confused. It was, but, but he didn't know you. Wait, when? I, this this is another. <laughs> I was confused as to who he was, and he picked up my friend in the air, and I was like, "Who is this person?" You do and then, that a lot with me too. Because okay. And, okay, so your friend knew him, but you didn't. No, I realized who he was after. But your friend knew him, but you didn't. Right. And he picked your friend up in the air, and you were rude. And to Jace him. was rude. I was. Because I didn't say anything I, I can, rude. I, can, I just I wasn't looked there, confused. I can, I can emphatically there. say that I know. That you were rude because you've done it to friends oh, of mine before. I probably was just confused and they saw a but face that I made. But it had nothing to do with you. No, because they picked up my friend. I was like, Wait, who is this person? But your friend knew them. Right. So what? how do you enter oh the equation? Gosh. I was confused as to who this person was. If somebody come and pick up Kendall, Char- I about to Shit, Char let me, let me tell you what Char let me do this I weekend. didn't let you do anything. I thought you knew him. So, oh? Hmm. Me and everyone we were with thought that no, you No, and I have, a, I have a problem with all of you. Well, oh I'm not God. making an apology for her. You're grown. Kendall walked up and hugged a man. There was a man crossing <laughs> the street drunk. <laughs> I did not oh. walk up and hug, hug Listen, there was a man crossing the attractive? street drunk at Pride, <laughs> and he was shirtless, and his pants were so low, we saw the top of his pubes and the top of his phallus and his ass crack, and he was looking for a hug, and this one hugged him. And I was oh. like, oh, I thought Kendall I knew him. I was on the phone. I was frustrated pride was it was a lot I was just getting out of the uber and he walked up to me and i didn't want to be like i didn't want to show i i i tapped him but i wish that my friends would have helped like that come on kendall like that had like get me away like me. he was you didn't he look like you were in distress what was i supposed i didn't want to be oh, rude Lord. Okay. well do you see how that translates oh, oh, okay. to okay well kendall knew him it's fine because i know you to be rude it's fine if you don't know oh somebody nobody nobody no you said i know you to be rude if, if you don't know someone and they try to hug That's you what he said. Oh, please. Sure said. oh please you too jace you're not out of the fire listen <laughs> you sit up here rolling your eyes at people you don't I co- know i completely i completely <laughs> I was that nobody will take care of you like you i resting so bitch I, face i'm sorry jace you have I'm resting bitch face. I'm sorry. I don't it's mean it. It's not about demeanor. It's literally what comes out of your mouth. It's not what about I, I resting just, okay, bitch face. Okay, that part, face. I didn't say anything to him. I think we're conflating the two different um, times because I was not Chase, present. you know damn well you can be rude. I can't be rude. I'm being nicer now. <laughs> this was over and a I year ago. I think it's my tone. Over a year ago. Where you and Mason had your first run-in. No, no. He wasn't upset with me about that. Okay, Jay. Anyways, anyway. last topic. <laughs> y'all should talk. Y'all, y'all should talk it out. What are we? Talking? We ha- we're fine. We talk all the time. I see. We text. Congrats. Anyways, um, the last. <laughs> hey, Mason. Did J- Mason Jen Miss whatever it's called. Um. So last topic. So I had a very interesting conversation. Um. This past week in, in the Florida. Um. And basically, a gentleman said to me, "Is this morbid?" Oh my god, we're not going to talk about death this week. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Kendall, pick yourself together. <laughs> they yelled at me last week because I said that it was so I morbid. And I was sure like, celebration of life. I said celebration of life. I'm having a good show. They Hello? were sad for the rest of the week. Anyways. Um, Sean walked out the studio and said, don't you ever do no morbid <laughs> shit like that again, okay? No. 
and I, I I'm stand sitting over by here it. watching you fumble over words like I would. I, I my I mother, would, like, my mother. What? I'm like, eh, you need to because I needed one. Go ahead, Jace. Anyways, um, I have an interesting conversation because this person um, told me that he wished he had a lot of money because if he had a lot of money, he would probably be con- his actions would be, be considered a sex addict versus a whore. And so I was like, what do you mean? So he basically went along the line like, okay, if you know somebody who is poor, married, sleeping with everybody, they're typically considered a whore. But if you have Tiger Woods out there who is married and he's sleeping with everybody and their mama, then they're considered a sex addict. So I kind of wanted to get your – because when he told me, I was like, I don't – necessarily think that the person who may be of lower class or lower economic status would be considered considered a whore. That's just not my definition. Um, but I just kind of wanted no, I, to get I, your... I see where he's going. And, and this may come as an evolution for me, too, because, I mean, I, I've said problematic things about bi people in the past, but I, I totally, I can <laughs> firmly say that I get it now. Um, but it's so funny that you actually brought up this topic because you know you all know everyone knows that I've been plugging Andy Cohen's Where Are They Now, which comes on Tuesday nights on Bravo. Uh, I mean, then and now, not Where Are They Now. Right. And they actually went over the Tiger Woods uh, scandal that happened with Elon back in the day with the golf club and him crashing his car. And there were two varying opinions. One girl was like, uh, was talking about sex addiction, and another girl was like, uh, no, sex addiction never ends up happening to single people. I don't believe it's real. Mm-hmm. No one single mm-hmm. ever claims, oh, I, I'm suffering from sex addiction. It's only when you're in a relationship and you get caught up out in these streets dipping your dick in every Tom, Dick, and Harry or every uh, Elaine, Josephine, and Brie that <laughs> Come on, Brie. it is this thing of, uh, of sex addiction. But I will, I do agree with him, the guy that you were talking mm-hmm. to, to a certain extent because people of certain economic status, right. they do get different definitions. Absolutely. Di- people and- of Color. People of different um, race of races, races they they get they get passes mm-hmm. for certain things. Look so at Kimberly versus Amber or Black China um, or Nini. I don't call any or, of them whores. Or, yeah, you know, but and that's that, and where that's I was kind of coming from. Yeah, with and that's my always. Thing. I think race is the biggest determinant, to be honest, mm-hmm. more so than money. Or anything I would else. I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. That. We saw that this mental morning. illness versus I noticed, like I noticed this criminal. morning with uh, the the ABC News special report with George Stephanopoulos. He was interviewing the former FBI director, not James Comey, but James Comey's whatever the guy before him, right. and the guy was so quick to dismiss terrorism. And I was like, is this not a form of domestic terrorism? Oh, and he's well, like, white man. <laughs> he's like, he's just trying to get. He was clearly trying to get a message nah. because he had more than enough time to shoot to kill. But he's clearly trying to get a message across. Da, 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 da. And I just note, literally, I noticed how quick it was to dismiss it. And so I brought it to Twitter. We had a really good conversation about it, um, me and my followers. But yes, so it, it is a socio-racial economic thing Absolutely. that that ties into that. And it. If Tiger Woods had been Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, it would have been handled well, differently. And I think I think that's also a gender thing. Men are very rarely seen as whores. Oh, that is that true. Too. That's um, very true. Women don't get the, the license to mm-hmm. say I'm addicted to sex. Women can't even say I enjoy sex no. without being called a right. whore. Get a chastity belt. Women cannot mm-hmm. even say, look, uh, I, I have enjoy to put some clothes. I enjoy I, the now I see the now I see I have no problem. Um, I, I do now. Cause now I see it. Um, it's a song. Slut walk. Um, it's a I message. Shouldn't say, I shouldn't say it's a song. That's ridiculous. I was about it's, to say that's dismissive, Kendall. Um, <laughs> you know, it was of the time. It was of the time. Um, but I, I think 
Yeah, I think race plays the biggest determinant. But what was the race of this guy? Black. Okay. So yeah, he ain't getting. But uh, I think in, in sex the. Addiction. I think in the. Uh, <laughs> is he gay? No, no, he wasn't saying that wasn't his issue. Okay. He was just kind of hypothetically speaking. Okay. Like, if I had money, I wanted to fuck everybody. I'd have a, a mental illness or a sex addiction versus me just being right. a whore. Absolutely. He's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But if he was, if he had money and he had notoriety, because I don't think everyone that has money gets away with the. Se- but you can't. Yeah. If you have money, you have access to more resources. So you have access to more hookups. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. access to more. I mean, even look at and, Michael Jackson. Um, confidentiality he was, as well. He had the hook. Right. And I think there's also uh, for, for your for your partner that is uh, allegedly expecting monogamy, um, I think there's also more reason to stay. Um, and they're willing to put Absolutely. up with more because of your yeah. financial if a rich, and, and, listen, and social status. Listen. Like, cheat on me all you want. And your sex edition. But we're not Let's, saying we're that's We're going to get you help. No, no, no. But, yeah. Cheat on me all you want, but we, we're we sleeping in separate wings of the house. Yeah. Because the house is big enough. We we have the coin. You I feel imagine, that way? I imagine. No, oh, no, no. I'm, oh, I'm, I was like, I'm, I'm, I imagine but that's where Paul Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It might be. Or Camille with Bill. Or even Vanessa with Kobe. And she got that second ring. Well, And a baby. She comes from school of whore, so I don't know. See, I don't like. I don't like that. <laughs> but, There's something yeah, but inherently that... mis- misogynistic about the term whore. To yeah, me. To like me. See, but... to me. No, I hear it. I hear it. I, I'm not. I. I think I, I have a problem when we're not going to. If If I'm going to call Vanessa Bryant a whore, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to call Kobe one. So two. what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Um, absolutely. For Probably. me, okay. I think. Right. But I think. I think in the connotation that that society ha- it it has come from misogynistic place, mm-hmm. and so it's just not common to use it with men. But that doesn't make it any less problematic or wrong mm-hmm. when they do it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think you know Vanessa. Vanessa was known around these streets prior mm-hmm. to Kobe. Um, I mean, much like Kimberly, dip and dab until you get your your ring. Yeah, I mean, no financial, economic, social, and financial status absolutely affords you a lot of privilege and a lot and, of and your diagnosis. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I think that that is that is the big difference. I don't know if I like I said I I have some growing and maybe some reading to do because I don't know if I fully even buy into the notion of sex addiction. If my man came to me. And said that he had a sex addiction. You better be addicted to sex with me. And not even that. Mm. Because in all honesty, I don't care how good the sex is. I'm just not doing it seven times a day. <laughs> no. Don't, don't not come at me like don't a rabbit. Don't me on my shoulder. Because I'm not going to roll, roll over. over. I'm asleep. I got to work in the morning. <laughs> um, so that is something to Give take into account. Give me a honeymoon phase. Don't expect it all the time. Don't. Yeah. D- d- mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm just not that girl. Don't tap. No. Don't you tap cannot, you on your shoulder. You, cannot you are not Kelly Rowland. You cannot come to me seven nights a week at 3.30 in the Hope morning. You have better breath control. Tapping me on my shoulder and expecting me to roll over. Because you're going to expect. But like, you know, like you once a week. To, so, but, but to when, be so when, out of the bed. So when Rich Bay says. <laughs> um, that changes. It, 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 you know, but when, when Rich Bay says. I'm trying says, to look like. I have a sex addiction. <laughs> and I, I would like to act it out on you. Um, and if you don't abide, I, I have to go seek my my refuge elsewhere. Will my Chase account? Will my Chase balance shift Jesus. if I don't abide? Whore. Will my? 
Oh, so now you're calling me a whore. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I no. If, wow. If that is y'all the... hear this? <laughs> right. For y'all the hear record. This? Let's go on record. Kendall's calling me a whore. Wow. No, I have a mic in front of me and I can speak for wow. myself. If I was calling you a whore, I would say, Char, you're a whore. Okay, so you said whore and pointed at me. That's what people can't see. <laughs> I said so. if that's where you stood on the issue, I'd be more likely to call you a whore. So if if you were with someone of uh, financial status and they did the same thing to you, you'd leave. I intend to be the one of financial status. I just don't see myself. That's not what I asked. Using anyone for that money. is not what I asked. I don't see. I don't see my. I I'm far too emotional and far too. I, I don't see myself ro- turning a blind eye because of money. Okay. Interesting. Back to our uh, K. Well, not back to, but our KAT shout out of the week. Oh, we're done with the topic. Oh, do you guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you have more to say? No, I just I do think I what we've been saying. Right. That yeah. Yes. If you are the the the, <coughs> the less financial means you have, the bigger hole. the the less leeway you have to wiggle. All right, Black Lightning is coming to the CW, and actually, um, it's one. It's actually a superhero show. I'm not really into superhero shows, but this story kind of caught my eye because there is actually a lesbian superhero in it. Oh. She's not the main one. Um, well, let's hope she doesn't die. Well, actually, the producers of the show, or the, the, who produces uh, Mary J. Blige, not Mary J. Blige, Jesus, uh, Being, Being Mary Jane. Patrick Ian Polk. No, 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 the original one. Mara, Mara Keel. Yep, and, and her. Sel- oh, yes, Celine Brock. Yes. Yes, okay. mm-hmm. so they're producing the show. They did an interview. I do remember this. This is, this. She, she have, they have an overall deal with, with uh, Warner Brothers, and they will be developing the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. I actually saw a couple tweets um, about it. And they were just so saying, like, sweet. how such is such a huge um, moment for black lesbians to be represented as a superhero on regular mainstream TV. So Do you that, think we'll she, ever see the day with black gay men represented as superheroes? Oof, we will. Sissy boy as a superhero? But not today. Who is Sissy boy? A black gay man. Who is he? S- no, it was interchangeable. Just, I was. Being, oh, you that's were, not a you real superhero. Talking, you, okay, that's not a real comic you, book from the fifties. That's the okay. Kendall was speaking as like the overweight Alto <laughs> yeah. in the Baptist choir. Type yeah, thing. Okay. but gay does not mean sissy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a gay masculine. Say, well, you know, I was, you, I was you know being that, facetious for comedic. You know, effect. they say Batman and Robin. How they do it? I mean, Burton and Ernie, Batman and Robin, all of them. Well, Burton and Ernie aren't superheroes. Jace. To kids, they are. No, they're not. <laughs> yes, they are. They're puppets. They are my superheroes. Okay. But anyways, we're gonna wrap this up real quick. Any of the plugs? Uh, Thanks for tweeting us, guys. Yeah, they've been. It's been good. It's been really um, good. Y'all funny as hell. Right. Shout out to whoever. I can't remember who did it, but who did uh Connie? Let me go holler at that Negro when I said mm-hmm. that last. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah that's that her, was hilarious. Our friend, I right? was tickled um, pink. I believe so. Um, I do want to shout out, though. Uh, I do want to shout out my sis, Janet. She'll be at Barnes & Noble at the Grove next Tuesday. Her book, if you have not gotten it, listen, it's available everywhere. I went to Barnes & Noble. It was released yesterday, which by the time y'all hear this, it'll be Friday. But it was released uh, Tuesday, this past Tuesday. And uh, so far, I am like maybe on the fifth page, and I am totally in there. She, she just writes in such a way that it sucks you in. I can't wait. Um, and so I'll probably be done. I'm, my goal is to be done with this book by the time that I see her. Um, and so, yeah, we've been chatting, and I can't wait till she gets there. <coughs> Congratulations, she gets Janet. I haven't no. seen her since in Second two years. Second book. 
Yes, right. second book. Huge. Book two. And she was just with Tamron Hall, uh, Carrie Washington, Washington. At the Forbes and, event. And that white Kim woman. Kardashian. Um, at the Forbes event. So, yeah. Love Kim. Me too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that that is my tidbit to to add for this week. Cool. Uh, definitely check out um, Char's interviews, plural, from the Pride Red Carpet. Absolutely. And, I um, haven't seen them. I, I need to approve well, them before we'll, they go out to the public. Yeah. Char will tweet them. But, and Kiss and Tar Radio <laughs> will tweet them as well. Um, but thanks for listening, you all. Thank you. Yes. We'll see you in a week. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Toodaloo. I might not be here. Oh, Lord. <laughs>